Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. In today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit more about biogas. I know I haven't covered that topic in a little bit here, um, but kind of where I last left off on my YouTube channel with biogas, um, I purchased a brand new um, biogas digester. Um, I still have it. Uh, it is all assembled. Um, and I just haven't had any time to actually um, get it going. I've been really, really busy doing other projects and doing other things. Um, but that's the thing, right? I like to have all these projects on hand so that way when I want to visit the project, I can jump on board. So I did assemble it. It's all ready to go. Um, I just haven't started it up yet. Now, for those of you that are unaware of what biogas is, definitely check out my YouTube channel and check out the playlists. Uh, I have quite a bit of videos on biogas on, you know, how to make it, um, how to build a biodigester, how do, you can even buy one, um, what you can use the gas for. Biogas is kind of unique. I really like it because essentially you can use your old food scraps, your old food waste that you would normally say throw away, um, and you can use that to create energy. You can create a usable gas. And the way that happens is with a biogas digester or biogas plant. Okay. And um, the gas can be used for many different things. And I have many examples of me using biogas from old food waste that would normally have been thrown in the trash. I threw it into my biodigester and was able to make, um, you know, usable energy. So uh, I have uh, specially made um, biogas stoves and biogas rice cookers and so forth. But you can actually convert your own um, propane or even natural gas um, stoves or barbecues or um, any of those things, you can convert it to run on biogas. Um, so I've actually cooked quite a few meals, um, actually more than quite a few. I've cooked quite a bit of meal, meals on, on biogas um, with a modified um, propane uh, cooktop that I bought and I modified it to work on it. And then I also bought a designated, specially made um, stove that works it's just made to work with biogas. And let me tell you something. The The difference between the unit that I bought that is manufactured for biogas compared to the modified version of a cooktop stove that I modified, do they work? Yes, both of them work fine. But the manufactured one that's made for biogas runs way better than the one I converted. And that's just the truth. You know, it's like anything else. You're going to buy the correct products or uh, materials or items that's going to work with certain things, right? And, and it's just how it is. Especially manufacturers, right? They have, have the, they've had the time to sit down and think through the process of what it's going to take to make a efficient um, unit. And in this case, we're talking like the biogas stoves. Um, I really love my biogas stove. I bought back when the biogasstore.com was open. I bought a bunch of stuff from them. 
I bought my brand new biodigester from them. I bought, I think, two double burner um, cooktop stoves for biogas. Uh, I bought two single burners. I bought um, two rice cookers. Oh, man, the list goes on. I bought quite a few stuff from them. And so I have all this stuff available to me now, right? So I'm kind of glad that I, you know, when I came across the company, um, I went ahead and just purchased it. They didn't give me anything for free. I bought everything. Um, but they're a cool company, right? Because it was a company that would ship to me for one. Um, the prices were reasonable and I didn't have to deal with trying to buy stuff overseas and, and you know, that whole mess, right? There's a lot of logistics involved trying to just get stuff from overseas sometimes. So yeah, they made it a, like a very simple process like Amazon, right? You just go and purchase it and they shipped it to you. It's sad that the store could not stay open. Maybe they didn't have enough business or um, you know, biogas is a very small niche, right? And so it, it's not like a propane stove or cooker, right? Where a lot of people would be using propane or natural gas. Biogas is one of those things that is not so widely used in the United States, at least. It is used um, in a lot of different countries, um, but not so much in the United States. And so if, I guess maybe for them to try to sell and market into the United States at this time, wasn't profitable enough for them to stay open, which is sad. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. But I did get some really great products from them when they were open. So that was awesome. So um, soon I'm going to, uh, when I get some time, I'm trying to close up a lot of projects that I've had open. So I've been, you know, working through those um, projects and closing them up as we go along here. Um, so I'm, you know, trying to get ready to actually fire up the brand new biodigester that I have sitting outside. I've done nothing with it besides set it up and um, put it on hold until I was ready to dive back into it. Now, the reason I want to start it back up, I want to, I'm going to give you guys a great example. So I just ate dinner, right? And, you know, so you, a lot of times you don't finish everything that's on your plate. And sometimes when you even cook food, you know, in your pan, your saucepan or your bowls or whatever, you have leftover food. And that's great if you want to have like leftovers for the next day. But the, the plain simple fact is, is that we will always have food waste. My plate here, I was not able to finish all the food on the plate. And there is food here that I'm going to end up throwing in the trash. And that really bothers me because why am I throwing this in the trash when I have a biodigester sitting outside? <laughs> right? So um, once I get the time to fire up the biogas digester, I'm going to do that. That way I can utilize the whole principle here, right? The whole concept of instead of just throwing your waste away, use it to create more energy that you can use, right? I also have a biogas on-demand hot water heater. Yes, that it's super cool. It works identically at the same as like a on-demand propane hot water heater, except this one is specifically made for biogas. I've used it a couple times and it works great. I actually have it hooked up downstairs and it's ready for me to pipe in the gas line from the biodigester or my storage bags. Oh, that's another thing I should mention. I actually bought, oh man, well, I think one, two, three, three massive size um, biogas bags. And the bags is basically a storage vessel or storage tank per se. So back in my earlier days when I was experimenting with biogas to prove the concept to myself, um, you know, I was using inner tubes and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but And it, it works, but it doesn't hold enough volume, 
right? It was it was to prove the concept, and it worked. So that was great. Um, but since then, I've you know taken it up quite a few notches, and uh, I actually purchased some heavy duty, really big size biogas bags. They're awesome. They're heavy duty. They're super big, and they can hold a ton of biogas in them. That way, I have a ton of biogas on reserve, right? That way, when it comes time for me to cook with it or take hot showers or whatever I want to do, you can even run your generator, right? If you're living off the grid and you're living out in the the boonies or in the sticks or you just don't have electricity or you can't afford to pay for electricity, this is an option, right? Because you can use the gas to power your generator. So you can use this gas in so many different ways. I, I really like it. Now... The one thing I kind of like about it is when you burn it, like when you, like when I was to turn on the biogas stove and light the gas to cook, you know, whatever food I was cooking at the time, the flame is so clean. It is like a super, super blue flame. So like if it was daylight out and you light it, you couldn't even see the flame because it's like clear. But when you, if it's at nighttime and the lights are out or dark enough, you can actually see their super pure blue flame. And that's amazing, right? Because that I know that came from food waste that I was going to throw away, right? So it just kind of, uh, you know, I was having a, a moment just a little while ago when I was about to throw my food scraps in the trash. I'm thinking to myself, what am I doing? This doesn't make sense. I have all the stuff available to me that I purchased. And I've, you know, I, I've had some, um, you know, experience with this, obviously. And so, yeah, it's kind of got me re-motivated to... Um, go ahead and start that biodigester back up. So, yeah. Now, um, I should point out, when I start up my biodigester, I actually use cow manure. Yes, cow manure. Cow manure or even horse manure. If you have horse manure available to you, that works very well too. But for me, I live on a ranch, we, right? We own a ranch and uh, we have cattle, right? So it's no big deal for me just to go walk outside and scoop up some cow patties and, um, you know, get my biodigester started up. So what I would normally do would be is I take like an old trash can, you know, one of those plastic trash cans or, so, or even buckets if you got five-gallon buckets. Um, I'll just go out in the pasture with a shovel and, you know, scoop up some cow manure, throw it in there. I mean, it doesn't look – the it's not the most inviting part of the biodigester. Let's put it that way, <laughs> right? You're, you're scooping up cow manure, but it is what it is. And it works very well for starting the process because the cow manure has the microbacteria and microorganisms in them already from the stomachs of the, the cows or the cattle, right? So it's kind of like a jump start. It's like jump starting the, the system and getting it up and running. Now, here is my biggest tip to any of you. Number one, make sure you only use fresh cow manure if you're going to use cow manure or even horse manure use fresh stuff don't use stuff that's been sitting for a couple of days or it's hard or you know any of that get fresh stuff okay fill up your buckets and dump it into your biodigester and then fill up the rest with water right so it's usually cow manure mixed with water is what gets the process started now the second biggest tip and this is an ongoing thing that you should always be aware of is keeping the biodigester warm, okay? Because what I've noticed from all my experiments that I've done with biogas over the years here is if you just take the common manure with water and you pour it into your biodigester, it will produce gas, 
but the time period from when you first put it in to the time you actually get usable gas out of it is quite long, okay? It's, it's quite long because the water is cold, right? The elements that's in the biodigester is cold. Think about the biodigester like your stomach, right? Our bodies maintain a certain temperature. Cows' bodies maintain a certain temperature, right? So think about the biogas digester as your stomach, right? You want to keep it warm. You want to feed it. You want to keep it healthy. That's the same way you want to treat your biogas digester. So um, if you guys haven't seen any of the videos yet, definitely check them out. Um, I do have a video that shows me installing a actually a heater element that I was using from all the extra solar power that I couldn't use. And I was um, throwing all the extra power into the heating element to heat the biodigester. And let me tell you, ever since I started heating the biodigester or finding alternative ways to actually keep the biodigester warmer, my, my production rate has picked up like big time. And not only that, the starting process of starting to actually produce usable biogas is in a very short period of time. So from my experiments and from my first hand, you know, I'm going to explain some things. So when I didn't add any heat to the system whatsoever, just dump water in there with the manure and let it go. It literally took like five to even eight weeks sometimes, no joke, for it to actually start producing usable biogas because the water was cold, right? So that was a learning experience for me. So as time got gone on, I started experimenting, experimenting. And then as soon as I started heating it up is when I noticed that I was able to cut down that time to less than two weeks. So if I was to fill up my biodigester today, in less than two weeks, I will have massive amounts of usable biogas very quickly. So I've done the test a couple times. I've, I've actually had gas in less than seven days, usable biogas in less than seven days. So the warmer you keep the biodigester, the better off you're going to be. It's going to work more properly. It's going to produce more gas. Now, here's the trade-off of that. Keeping the biodigester warm speeds up the process of getting it started. Yes, it produces way more usable volume of biogas. Absolutely. But here's the trade-off. It's like a stomach, right? Think about the gas as the energy a human would use. You know, you use all your energy during the day and the day, and then, then you, you get hungry. At the end of the day, you want to have dinner. Well, guess what? Your biogas digester wants to have dinner too. Plain fact. It is using up all the energy from the food to create all this biogas. And it's creating it fast now. And way more efficiently because it's warmer, right? That means that you have to maintain or feed the biodigester more often, right? You want to keep the cycle going, so keep it warm, right? Keep it fed, and it's going to give you a ton of biogas, a lot of biogas. So that is the trade-off. Now, for those of you that are thinking about either building your own biodigester or getting into biogas or even buying a biogas digester, my biggest advice here for sizing your system is be aware, okay? The bigger the biodigester, 
it can take way more volume of food waste and other stuff like grass waste and stuff like that, obviously. Um, so you can put a lot more in there, right? And you can also get a ton more uh, biogas out of it, like a lot of biogas, a lot and a lot, a lot. No joke, a lot. But the bigger it is, the more you have to feed it. More volume of feed, in this case, we'll say food scraps, would have to be put into it, right? Now, if you built a smaller biogas digester, it's the opposite. Because it's smaller, you don't have to feed it as much. Because it's, it's like, think about it like a small stomach and a big stomach, right? A big stomach wants to eat more. The smaller stomach, maybe not so much, right? And that's the same thing with the biogas digester. Think about it like that. 